Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of September, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 24th day of Elul. We are in day 25 of the 40 days of repentance leading up to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Today in history, Zerubbabel, Yeshua the High Priest, and the people recommence the construction of the Second Temple, Haggai 1, 14 and 15. So this, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shaltiel, governor of Yehuda and the spirit of Yehoshua, the son of Yehotzadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the twenty-fourth day of the sixth month in the second year of Darius the king. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Nitzavim, which means standing. And today's reading, the third reading from the Torah, the third Aliyah, is Deuteronomy 29:16 through 29. If, however, you are reading a Bible that follows the Hebrew chapter and verse counting, like um, the version we are reading from, the New Jerusalem version, it'll be verses 15 through 28. Before we get into our readings, Let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. For you know how we lived in the land of Egypt and how we came through the middle of the nations through which you passed. And you have seen their abominations and their idols of wood, stone, silver, and gold, which were among them. Be sure there is no man, woman, family, or tribe whose heart turns away today from the Lord our God to go to serve the gods of those nations. Be sure there is no root among you, bearing poisonous fruit and wormwood. It shall be, when he hears the words of this curse, that he bless himself in his heart, saying, I will have shalom, though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart. In order to destroy the moist with the dry, the Lord will not pardon him. But then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy will smoke against that man, and all the curse that is written in this book will fall on him. And the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. The Lord will set him apart for evil out of all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant written in this scroll of the Torah. Now the generation to come, your sons who will rise up after you, and the foreigner who will come from a far land will say, When they see the plagues of that land and the sicknesses with which the Lord has made it sick, that all of its land is sulfur, salt, and burning, that it is not sown, does not produce, 
nor does any grass grow in it. Like the overthrow of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Tzvoim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. Even all the nations will say, Why has the Lord done this to this land? What does the heat of this great anger mean? Then men will say, Because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt, and went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods that they did not know and that he had not given to them. Therefore the anger of the Lord burned against this land to bring on it all the curses that are written in this book. The Lord rooted them out of their land in anger, in wrath, and in great indignation, and thrust them into another land, as it is today. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our sons forever, that we may do all the words of this Torah. That was Deuteronomy 29 verses 16 through 29 or 15 through 28 in the Hebrew verse count. And today's portion from the prophets will be Habakkuk chapter 1. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet saw, Lord, how long will I cry and you will not hear? I cry out to you violence And will you not save? Why do you show me iniquity and look at evil deeds? For destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and contention rises up. Therefore Torah is weakened and justice never emerges. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore justice comes out perverted. Look among the nations, watch And wonder marvelously, for I am working a work in your days, which you will not believe though it is told you. For behold, I raise up the kastim, that bitter and hasty nation, that march through the width of the earth, to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs. They are feared and dreaded, their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards and are more fierce than the evening wolves. Their horsemen press proudly on. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly as an eagle that hurries to devour. All of them come for violence. Their hordes face the desert. He gathers prisoners like sand. Yes, he scoffs at kings and princes are a derision to him. He laughs at every stronghold, for he builds up an earthen ramp and takes it. Then he sweeps by like the wind and goes on. He is indeed guilty, whose strength is his God. Are you not from everlasting, Lord my God, my Holy One? We will not die. Lord, you have appointed him for judgment. You, O rock, have established him to correct. Your eyes are too pure to look at evil and cannot look on wrongdoing. Why do you tolerate those who deal treacherously 
and keep silent when the wicked swallows up the man who is more righteous than he? Why do you make men like the fish of the sea, like the creeping things that have no ruler over them? He takes up all of them with the hook, he catches them in his net, and gathers them in his dragnet. Therefore he rejoices and is glad. Therefore he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet, because by them his life is luxurious and his food is good. Will he therefore continually empty his net and kill the nations without mercy? That was Habakkuk or Habakkuk chapter 1. Our portion today from the writings is Second Chronicles, Bet, chapter 18. Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and he allied himself with Ahav. After some years he went down to Ahav to Samaria, and Ahav killed sheep and cattle for him in abundance, and for the people who were with him, and moved him to go up with him to Ramot Gilad. Ahav, king of Israel, said to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Will you go with me to Ramot Gilad? He answered him, I am as you are, and my people as your people. We will be with you in the war. And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please inquire first for the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, four hundred men, and said to them, Shall we go to Ramot Gilad to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides, that we may inquire of him? The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesies good concerning me, but always evil. He is Micaiah, the son of Imlah. Yoshaphat said, Do not let the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Get Micaiah, the son of Imlah, quickly. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, each sat on his throne, arrayed in their robes, and they were sitting in an open place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Zidkiah, the son of Chena'ana, made himself horns of iron and said, This is what the Lord says, With these you shall push the Syrians until they are consumed. All the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramot Gilad and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. The messenger who went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Let your word, therefore, please, be like one of theirs, and speak good. Micaiah said, As the Lord lives, I will say what my God says. When he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramot Gilad to battle, or shall I forbear? 
He said, Go up and prosper. They shall be delivered into your hand. The king said to him, How many times shall I adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them each return to his house in Shalom. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? And Micaiah said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahav, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramot Gilad? One spoke, saying in this way, and another saying in that way. A spirit came out, stood before the Lord, and said, I will entice him. The Lord said to him, How? He said, I will go and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. He said, You will entice him and will prevail also. Go and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. Then Zidkiah the son of Hena'ana came near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way did the Ruach Adonai go from me to speak to you? Micaiah said, Behold, you shall see on that day when you go into an inner room to hide yourself. The king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back to Ammon the governor of the city and to Joash the king's son and say, This is what the king says. Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I return in Shalom. And Micaiah said, If you return at all in Shalom, the Lord has not spoken by me. He said, Listen, you people, all of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehudah, went up to Ramot Gilad. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle. But you put on your robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went into the battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of his chariots, saying, Do not fight with small nor great, except only with the king of Israel. When the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they turned around to fight against him. But Jehoshaphat cried out, and the Lord helped him, and God moved them to depart from him. When the captains of the chariots saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. A certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of the armor. Therefore he said to the driver of the chariot, Turn your hand and carry me out of the army, for I am severely wounded. The battle increased that day. However, the king of Israel propped himself up in his chariot against the Syrians 
until the evening, and at about sunset he died. That was Second Chronicles, Divrei Hayamim Bet, Chapter 18. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Revelation 5. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and outside, sealed shut with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to break its seals? And no one in heaven above or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look in it. Then I wept much because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look in it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion who is of the tribe of Yehuda, the root of David, has overcome. He who opens the scroll and its seven seals. And I saw in the middle of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the middle of the elders, a lamb standing as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came, and he took it out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each one having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the holy ones. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and bought us for God with your blood, out of every tribe, language, people, and nation, and made us kings and kohanim to our God, and we will reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard, as it were, the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousands of ten thousands and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and on the sea and everything in them, saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be the blessing, the honor, the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. That was Revelation chapter 5, and it concludes this episode's readings. If, however, you are reading through the Apostles twice this year's cycle, you'll be reading Acts 12 today also. Before I say goodbye, I want to let everyone know that the journals, the daily bread journals with the reading plan that we use on this episode, on this podcast, um, are now back in stock for the next coming up year's journal. 
And if you have pre-ordered, they are beginning to ship. So hopefully you will be receiving them soon. And if you have been thinking or wanting to order one and you haven't yet, go ahead and go to arielmedia.shop and order one before they run out. As a listener of the podcast, you can put in the discount code BUSYMOMS and that will give you $5 off the price. So um, I really hope that this journal will be a blessing to you as you follow along with us as we read the Bible this upcoming year. I'm very excited to start the next cycle of reading. We're um, starting our seventh cycle on this podcast. It's amazing. And we are so blessed with all the new listeners that have joined us recently. So um, this journal is really enriching and you can, um, you know, take a moment after listening to the podcast and jot down the things that stuck out to you and that spoke to you. And that will be a precious record in time to come of the things that God put into your spirit as you listen to his word. Well, that's it for me for today. Thanks again for following along with us. Have a blessed day. Go in the strength of the Lord. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.